0: Chapter 14. Jackpot All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney It was the Saturday after Thanksgiving when we got the most exciting news of our married life. Miss Anne, our social worker, called to tell us that there had been a baby stork drop in Las Vegas. In the adoption world, a stork drop is when a birth mother who has just had a child at the hospital wants to relinquish her rights. Ann went on to say that we were the first potential adoptive parent she had called and that the baby could be ours as soon as Monday if we were interested. We were interested. Erin and I are now the proud parents of a baby girl. The story of her birth is fascinating and really seems to confirm that she came into the world to be with us. The birth mother was from out of town but was in Vegas visiting with her parents for Thanksgiving. Throughout her pregnancy, she never had morning sickness, never showed a baby bump, and she had no idea she was even pregnant. Then, on Thanksgiving Day, she was suddenly in labor. Unable to recognize what the severe abdominal pains she was experiencing were, she panicked and feared for her life. Her equally panicked parents drove her to the local quick care, where she was seen immediately. Her water broke a few minutes later when she was standing in the middle of a crowded elevator. Again, the young mother-to-be panicked, unsure if she had wet herself or was even dying. But the doctor inspected her and told her she was crowning. What does that even mean? The young woman asked. It means you're pregnant and you're having a baby right now, she was told. And the baby was delivered right there and immediately whisked away for an examination. After the infant was determined to be premature, she was taken by ambulance to the local hospital where they have the best NICU in Vegas. There, the doctors referred to the baby as a fetus since they didn't know if she would live. Once the baby was stabilized, however, The hospital informed the mother that the child was out of danger but still needed to be kept there for several days for evaluation. It was then that the birth mother decided she would place the baby for adoption and the call was made to our social worker. It was all so perfect for us. The baby was born right in Las Vegas, which means we didn't have to immediately fly to some other state and stay there for several days. A stork drop meant that we didn't have to wait and wonder for months on end whether the placement would go through and risk another heartbreaking scam it was a girl, which we wanted, and it was a closed adoption, which meant that the mother didn't want visitation. To have all these criteria met in this way is extremely rare in the adoption world. When we went to meet the birth mother and her parents, things were a little awkward at first because we were essentially complete strangers to one another. The situation was made all the weirder by our having to wear masks due to the pandemic. So there we were, all blinking at each other over our masks when Erin opened her arms a little and asked the birth mother, are you okay with a hug? And she answered, yes, please, give me a hug. Aaron told me later that she felt like the birth mother had really needed it, and I had to agree. The warm bonding moment between them seemed to break the ice, and soon we were all talking and discovering interesting similarities between us. Like how the birth mother's mother, our daughter's grandmother, is in real estate just like us. Or that the reason why they were in Las Vegas was not just for Thanksgiving, but to celebrate the grand opening of the burlesque show their other daughter was performing in. So the baby's aunt was a dancer, just like Aaron had been for 20 years. Also weird was how the birth mother's father, our daughter's grandfather, has the middle name James and is occasionally called Jameson, the name we had chosen for our child by his friends when he's had a little too much to drink. It really was like our soon-to-be-adopted baby was actually our own flesh and blood, When Erin asked the birth mother privately if she was sure she wanted to give up the baby, a little afraid to begin to allow herself to love the baby only to have it snatched away from her again, the birth mother assured her that she did. She even confessed that had she known she was pregnant months prior to the surprise delivery, she would have terminated the pregnancy. The birth mother went on to say that, initially, she'd been so traumatized by the surprise labor experience that she had questioned why God had allowed her to go through such a terrifying ordeal. She had also been deeply worried about how she was expected to care for a child that she was so totally unprepared to look after. But once she began considering adoption as an option, she started feeling better about the whole thing, excited even. And instead of seeing the child as a burden, she began to see how the child could be a blessing for a couple who really wanted to be parents. And once she finally got to meet us and see how happy we were to get the baby, she was thrilled about her choice. Seeing our joy and knowing she had made it possible, made all the pain she'd endured worth it. When we were finally able to hold the baby, we pulled down our masks, and Jameson's grandmother exclaimed, she looks just like you guys. I don't know how that's possible, but she is your child. She looks just like you two. Aaron beamed at me. God's hands were all over this, she said. It's just a miracle. As I write from the beautiful home I share with my incredible wife and amazing daughter, I can honestly say that i have everything i want but in getting here i've learned that things rarely work out exactly as planned there's always some little twist or turn and sometimes a full-blown shitshow of a failure the important thing is to make sure to pivot or adjust accordingly knowing ahead of time that things will probably work out differently than you'd anticipated helps when they do go south the path you choose might turn to the left or right or it might hit a complete dead end no matter what happens though You absolutely must start down a new path, or you'll miss the opportunities that come to you. Opportunity definitely favors the brave. Look, nobody wants shit to happen, but it does happen. It always happens, and to everyone, even the richest, the most famous, and the most powerful people. No one can live a perfect life, ever. People who say they do are straight up lying to you and to themselves. It's what they want you to believe. People like that are not interested in helping others achieve the same level of success or higher than they have because it would expose their lies, their brokenness, and their shame. They would rather that you think of them as perfect and untouchable because it makes them feel better about themselves even if it leaves you in misery. But I don't want to be like those who can't or won't show their true selves to others. I want to be myself, and that means not denying every failure or shitty experience I've had. Instead, it means sharing it all with you to show you that if all this crap could happen to me and I still made it, so can you. The key again is to not be defeated by defeat, and to not let the shit make you feel like shit. I made it through, and now I have it made. For this to be true for you as well, my advice is to always be open to any path that the universe opens to you. Definitely chase your dreams, but if along the way you were shown a new path, stop and take a good hard look at it for consideration. Many times, you may be on the path toward your dream for the sole purpose of finding a new path that can lead you to even greater heights. Sometimes our dreams can be far more limiting than the opportunities the universe really wants to show us. If instead you are open to the possibilities, your chances of success are multiplied tenfold. Impossible, you say? Impossible is just an opinion, and you know what they say about those. So, this is where my story ends, for the purposes of this book anyway. And the ending is not only happy, but also true. Now it's your turn. What about you? How can you get your happy ending? I hope that in reading my story and reflecting on your own personal journey through the questions and exercises provided for you on the way pages, you've been inspired to make a success out of your own life, however that looks and feels to you. I also hope that you can view yourself, your life experiences and the world around you in a new light that you can now laugh at and learn from past mistakes. That you look back and discover the hidden treasures buried deep in your old fuck-ups and disasters. And I hope you also know not to give up when things seem their worst. It will get better. It may take some time, but trust me, it will. And when it does, sometimes it can get insanely better. Most of all, don't let the shitstorms drag you down. And the next time you fail to get what you want, trust, believe, believe and get ready to receive. Because the universe is going to give you exactly what you need.